You're listening to The Journey Podcast. The Journey is a college and young adult ministry of South Crest Baptist Church. We hope this podcast helps you find your greatest pleasure and purpose in Jesus. Hey y'all, my name is Julia and I am the ministry coordinator here at The Journey. Today our podcast is going to be a little bit different. We are going to be recapping the last year and kind of talking about uh, big truths from each of the series that we looked at this year. And so um, our hope is that uh, as we look at these truths, that it's something that will stick with you forever and something that you can um, remember about each of the things that we talked about this year. And so our first series that we um, had was called Crushing Anxiety, and Brandon Hayes is here, and he's going to tell us a little bit about it. Hello. <laughs> hey, y'all. Thanks for listening in. And it's a little different, but I think it'd be cool. Um, so, so the first series we did, like she mentioned, was Crushing Anxiety. And and I think what was fun and encouraging about that series is to realize that everybody struggles with anxiety. Obviously, there's different levels of that, but it was just cool to find some encouragement and like a, a similar struggle between people. But I think probably, but the biggest truth, um, one of the biggest truths from that from that series, I would love everybody to just keep with them is um, from Philippians chapter four, and I'll read some of this. this is starting in verse six. It says. Do not be anxious about anything. So there's nothing that God wants us to wrap in anxiety and stress and freak out about. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So rather than stress and freak out about everything, God wants us to take everything to Him in prayer, which... um, it sounds so cliche, but it's just worth thinking about. Like, how are your other ways of coping working? How <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna get on the internet and distract myself, or I'm gonna go on social media and compare myself to everyone else, or I'm gonna eat a bunch of junk food. Like those mechanisms don't really help anxiety, but um, praying actually does. And I love it says when you when you talk to God about those things and share those concerns with Him, it says the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. So it's almost like I love what Ben Stewart says. It's almost like the peace of God is a bouncer at your heart's door. It's like fear, you're not getting in here. Anxiety, I don't even think so. You're not welcome here. And it protects you, which is super cool. Um, and so, yeah, the, the way I think I would kind of phrase the, the idea here is you can experience the peace of God by choosing to have a, a conversation with God rather than yourself. So often we, when we're anxious about something, we either just obsess over it or we kind of talk to ourselves we may even convince ourselves that we're praying but I think often my prayers are just me like obsessing over the problem and so when I choose to have a conversation with God rather than myself I get to experience the peace of God I know I love that and I love that um it's such a practical application it's something that I think just like you were saying you know we will talk to ourselves or we'll get on the internet or even sometimes I think we talk to other people first before we even talk to God and so I think it's cool to to look back and to remember that and remember that God is with us in those times and uh, wants us to talk to him and wants to help us out um so that's that's a good truth for sure so our next one um was our relationship series called it's complicated uh which not that complicated or it's not that complicated (laughs) and uh so talk to us a little bit about that um about truths from that yeah i think it's worth noting most people uh, are at this age college young adult uh anxiety is caused by relationships and so those are kind of intended to be partnered together (laughs) um yeah I, i think Something that people talked to me a lot about during that series that we had a lot of feedback on was just the simple idea of 
of running to Jesus. That mm-hmm. so the kind of the second truth being don't stop running to Jesus. I think so often um, when people get in a relationship <clears throat> or think about dating, they unintentionally, sometimes intentionally, but most of the time as Christians unintentionally stop pursuing Christ mm-hmm. and they kind of just get settled in or focused on the relationship. And so don't stop running towards Jesus, but instead keep running towards him. And um, whether you're looking for a relationship or any relationship, you want to make sure that it you are going to find somebody that's running towards Jesus as well, that's running at a similar pace as you, mm-hmm. that's on the same path, and that there's chemistry. So they're um, pursuing Jesus in a similar pace and on the same path. So this is a little extreme, but like if they say they want to be a missionary overseas and you're like, bro, I'm trying to stay in whatever city the rest of my life here in West Texas or wherever, um, maybe you're not on the same path. It doesn't mean you should break up right away, but maybe consider as you're running towards Jesus, are you kind of like, is that path leading you the same way, if that makes sense? Um, and a passage that we actually looked at in the anxiety series, but I think actually really applies well to dating as well, is from Proverbs chapter 3. I, I know everyone knows this really well, but chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Bible sticking together. <laughs> it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. I actually read through verse 8 there. Um, but the idea that we talked about with that passage is that when you trust God with your journey, you can trust Him with your destination. So as I trust Him with each step of the way, I can trust Him to end up where I'm supposed to be. And I think so often with dating, we, well, not we, not me anymore because now I'm married, but I remember being there that um, it's so easy to obsess. I want to control like the outcome of who you get with and like this perfect life. And so we, we freak out rather than just trusting God with each step of the way and trusting that when I trust that journey with God, He's going to get me to where I need to be. Um, so trusting Him daily, ultimately, I can trust Him with the outcome. Mm-hmm. And so that helps with anxiety, but also helps with a relationship. Um, so there's some some encouragement and some even some some peace in that just trusting with each step. Yeah, for sure. I think keeping, keeping the first things first, right? We see, I think, a lot of times how... Um, when people enter, enter into a relationship that they kind of um, put that person first and stop chasing Jesus. And so I think it's really important to to remember that and to mm-hmm. remember to, to keep keep running after him. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, so our next one is Embrace Grace. Uh, it was one of my favorites. And so um, let's talk about the truths from that. Yeah. Um, that was a short series, but just I think it was like three weeks. But um, yeah, I mean, Galatians is such a good book just to remind us of what the gospel is and, and what it's about. And so a key passage there is at Galatians 2, um, 15 through 21. It says, this is Paul talking to, to the Jews there. He says, We ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one will be justified. He like he's trying to be as clear as possible. <laughs> he keeps saying it over and over. But if in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners, is Christ then a servant of sin? Certainly not. For if I rebuild what I tore down, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. Very famous verse here. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. 
And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. Man, what an incredible and strong truth there that if I could be good enough to earn a relationship with God, salvation, then then why did Christ even come? Mm-hmm. And so um, kind of that third big truth and the one truth from, from this series I really want us to, to not forget is that your relationship with God, your salvation is completely, absolutely, 100% secured by and rest in Jesus. It's not on you. So it, it rests on the shoulders of Christ. I mean, there's a lot of hope in that, a lot of peace in that, and a lot of rest. And I think it was Dallas Willard that said, um, grace is not opposed to effort, but it's opposed to earning. And so when you realize, I have nothing to prove, I have nothing to earn, I have nothing to keep, I can rest in Christ. So now, in that hope and in that security, I can put forth effort into pursuing Christ and knowing Him more. I love this uh, quote from a book called The Ragamuffin Gospel by Brendan Manning. He actually didn't say this, but he was quoting in the book from a pastor. And it says, Grace means <clears throat> that in the middle of our struggle, the referee blows the whistle and announces the end of the game. We are declared winners and sent to the showers. It's over for all huffing, puffing piety to earn God's favor. It's finished for all sweat-soaked straining to secure self-worth. It's the end of all competitive scrambling to get ahead of others in the game. Grace means that God is on our side, and thus we are victors, regardless of how well we have played the game. We might as well head for the showers and the champagne celebration, which, you know, we're Baptists, so we don't get too crazy with the champagne. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, man, what a cool idea that, yeah, it, it's not on me to, to prove it or earn it. It's, it's all grace. It all rests on Jesus. So, yeah, embrace grace. For sure. Such a such a weight off, right? We don't have to earn it and we don't have to keep striving. And I love that. So um, our fourth one that we talked through um, was can't stop, won't stop. Um, another really good one. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Share with us uh, the truth from that series. Man, I if I'm honest, this is probably my favorite series. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly why, but I, I really enjoyed the Acts series. I never taught out of Acts. I mean, I say that. I've never done a sermon series out of Acts. And so um, man, really enjoyed that. And I think just something to, to never forget is from Acts 1.8, that um, you receive power and the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And so the, the truth there, as Christians, we have purpose and we have power. The purpose of taking the good news of Jesus to the world and to do that, the power of the Holy Spirit within us. And it was so cool during that series. And it, hopefully as podcast, podcast listeners, you had your own stories as well. But it was so cool to hear stories of um, how people were, were finding that boldness from the Holy Spirit and reaching out and sharing Christ. And um, one girl, even when she was in Europe over the Christmas break, boldly shared the gospel with her cousin. Just mm-hmm. like, and it kind of stemmed from her realizing she had purpose and she has she had power. And so just encouraging all of us, me included, let's not stop mm-hmm. being bold, but let's continue to walk with the purpose of, of sharing Christ and doing that boldly because we know that the the Holy Spirit empowers us and, um, man, have a can't stop, won't stop attitude. Yeah. Man, love that. Such good, such good stuff right there. And finally, um, was our series we just finished up last week, um, in the book of Genesis. It's called Believing God. And we're going to recap that one with, with a big truth. Yeah. I think my, my favorite truth, uh, from that series in Genesis and, and, and kind of the idea there was the Joseph story. I think the Joseph story is so cool. And I, I kind of want to connect it real quick to Acts and that being um, 
So I think we think about purpose and power and living out boldly for the Holy Spirit. That can be a little extra difficult when life is tough, when life sucks. And Joseph is a great example of remaining faithful to God even when life was really tough. When he was literally in a pit, he remained faithful. When when being faithful to God got him nowhere, he remained faithful to God. And ultimately, uh, God used him in ways that really he never could have dreamed. And, and I think the same is true for us, that when we remain faithful to God and, and pursue Him, even when it's tough, doesn't mean we're perfect, but we continue pursuing Him, um, and He's going to use us in ways we never could have dreamed. And so that, that fifth idea being, don't miss your moment. Um, God wants to use you. And I think too often we're distracted or even disqualified from, from the way God wants to use us because we we give up on God. We, we, we give up when things get hard. We, we see life as hard and say, man, God must not be in this. He's forgotten about me. When, when really God's still carrying out his purpose. And so we remember that. We, I think it's going to help us to live with purpose and power and live boldly um, when, and when we remain faithful in that way. Um, and I think even, you know, for the, I don't know what y'all summers look like, wherever you're listening at, but I think often summer can present difficulty because it's a change of schedule, change of pace. At first it can be refreshing, but I always feel like after a month of summer, people are like, man, I'm bored. Boredom can lead to... To falling into sin, um, isolation can can lead to frustration and feeling forgotten by God, and so I want to encourage you this summer to be like Joseph, to remain faithful even when it's tough, and and from that see what God does, right? Like by not missing your moment, um, man, it's cool. It's cool to think what God could do uh, in Lubbock, but really wherever you're listening, when you have Joseph type faithfulness. And what, what could God do with you? Mm-hmm. Super cool and encouraging um, to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Such a such a good thing that we are not forgotten and that God is with us. And I think Joseph was an incredible, incredible mm-hmm. story of that. Um, so, man, we are so glad that you um, are listening. Again, we want to let you know that if you want to listen back to any of the sermons from any of these series, um, you can look back in our um, Journey podcast and you can catch up on any of those. Um, we This is our last podcast for the month of May. Um, we're still going to have some stuff going on, but won't have podcasts. And so starting in June, we will start back up. Um, and have our podcast so that gives you plenty of time to catch up on any of the any of the sermons that you might have missed and um, we will talk to you in June thanks for listening to the journey podcast you can learn more about the journey by checking us out on instagram or facebook just search for at the journey lbk 